2: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I'm Dr. Pat. And I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady.
1: And I'm Shaheen Miro.
2: And we are doing something different today. And here's what we're doing. These are, Shaheen, Teresa, guess what? There is a vortex of energy right now. And I wanted to open the show with all of you connecting with all of us. And there's a very good reason why. But I'm not 100% sure about what that is. And that's why I've got these two amazing people. Today, I am so thrilled to be introducing those of you that maybe don't know, or maybe have heard, or maybe know of their work. But I am here to really talk about this fabulous book they put together, Tarot for Troubled Times. And I love this book, and I love it for a lot of reasons. And I'm going to come out of the gate and tell you this right here. You ready? So the book is called, okay, everybody out there, do you feel me right now? Here we go. To row for troubled times, right? Confront your shadow, hear yourself transform the world. I opened the book, and the dedication is so cool. It's dedicated to those brave souls on the front line for positive change. Yep, that's us. We see you, honor you, and thank you. Oh, yes. So let me just tell you a little bit. You know, we're not only going to dive deeply into what this means to have insight into troubled times, but what does it mean to be carrying with you, around you, what people call the shadow side? You've heard me talk about it. You've heard me talk about the variations of this from Carl Jung and others. But the question is this. If you're thinking for a minute, uh, that is not me. I don't think I got the shadow thing going on. Yeah, I live my life most of my time like that. And guess what? Newsflash. (laughs) That is not true. So today, Mm -hmm. you're going to get the combined energy, of incredible psychic reader, intuitive coach, energy alchemist, artist, author, creator of the Lunar Nomad Oracle, and you're going to get also the Tarot Lady. And then you get me. Because today, what we're going to do is we're going to lift up the rock. And out from under the rock may come our shadow side. Welcome to both of you. Great to have you here. We're happy to be here. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Look, I want to ask each of you this question. Uh, This this is the question that I got to ask. Up comes the rock. We lift the rock up. And how many times have you uh, as either seen a child or done it yourself? I've done it myself. Where you lift up the rock and the thing that crawls out of it, you're like, you have got to be bleeping kidding me. How the heck did that get under that rock? And then one day we look in the mirror and we decide it's us. I want to ask each of you this question about the book and about your journey. Mm-hmm. You are world renowned for what each of you does. I got to know. What crawled out from under the rock for yourselves, the obstacles, the challenges? What happened when you decided to become you? What challenges did you have to overcome to not only bring you here today to this moment, but to write a brilliant book about this? Who wants to go first?
1: Teresa, you can go first.
2: I love that
0: you (laughs) did that. I think there's a little shadow thing happening here. Hey.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm respecting ladies first.
0: Oh my God, I love this. Well, you know, I I like to say that I'm still doing a tremendous amount of work around this. I I grew up in a a really difficult household, a very, very dysfunctional family. Um, And, you know, when you grow up in a dysfunctional family, even if you think you're functioning well, at some point what you're going to find is that some of that, stuff is showing up in one way or another even if you're really resisting some of the things like you know the lessons from your family that's also still a form of shadow work and one of the earliest things if I had to go to shadow work that I really had to work on was dealing with anger in a constructive way Mm. and you know my my household my my family was violent there was a lot of violence there was a lot of really unhealthy expressions Of anger. And what's interesting is, as a little girl, I was very temperamental. I'm still a a very hot-headed person. But I was told, that's not what little girls do. You can't Mm. do that. And so it ended up compounding all these issues of wanting to people please, hiding my anger, not expressing it. Um, And then when it would come out, it would come out in the most inappropriate, awful ways, which would then lead to a whole lot of shame around it. So there was a lot of work that I had to do with learning how to uh, express my anger in a healthy way and not deny it, not push it down, not stuff it down, not think that there's something shameful about it. Um, You know, That was really, really a hard one. And also when I became a parent, now because I grew up in a really volatile household, having to pay attention to those times when I got very angry at my children and it's like okay how do I express this now in a healthy way so I am not carrying this forward and making this a problem for them so I have a lot of compounded work around that that's been the deepest hardest work that I've had to do and you know Dr. Pet, it's something I still struggle with um it was just a couple of weeks ago I ended up completely losing my cool and by the way I I rarely lose it anymore because my life is very peaceful. I do a lot of healing work, uh, but I lost it. And I went right back to that old stuff and then all the shame that came after it. And I'm like, you know what? That's a sign. I still have some work to do around this a lot. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, we're good. We're going to have some fun today. <laughs> we are going to have some fun today because, you know, uh, one thing I love is that you I, I could tell this before I even had you on the show, because I, I, I told you I read your book. Right. Right. Uh, And as I read your book, there's an energy of it. There's a way you talk about things, right? Mm. And so I just do not think, now this is me now, right? You and I grew up from kind of the same family. And and wait, we're not done yet. Everybody's going to have a moment here. But I got to tell you this, you know, I think that if you write a book like this, you so recognize that you're still a work in progress. And that's why people love you. Mm. See, mm-hmm. that's why people are like, oh, man, these two are not going to read from some encyclopedia. They're going to be showing up real. You know? Yeah, we're still
0: yeah. doing the work. Still doing it. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's so interesting, too, because I have two adult children. And now, you know, I, I was just saying to somebody a couple of weeks ago, I said, oh, my God, I gave them a shadow. And you can start recognizing when you're doing your own work, you also start recognizing how you end up creating maybe different shadows for other people in your life. And then we got to work on that together. I mean, so it is like, yeah, it's not like you're just doing your work. Sometimes you're also doing work with the people you work with, with your family, Um, you know, so it's
2: continuous. It really is. Uh, 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 Shaheen, I I want to ask you this question for yourself, too, because I energetically, I can't see you, but I know you're nodding. I can see you nodding. I am. I can see your head.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Well, and, you know, I think that with us doing this individual shadow work or doing it with other people, it's all interconnected, you know, and I think that's what's so beautiful about it. And yeah, when you asked the question in the beginning, I thought, I'm still doing it. I'm still doing my shadow work. I'm not out of it yet, you know, but I think that you just keep going deeper and further and, you know, into this work, there's always another layer. So. Yeah. One
2: of, the, one of the things I was struck by as I was really looking at your website is uh, I, I, I want to talk about this and I want to I want to tag it right into the book. Put a little magic in your life. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. not allowed to cuss on this show because this is FCC regulated. But I will tell you this, that if people that are listening or people, let's just say globally, understood that message just that message alone just that one thing right i had a mentor that said pat you can't do everything do one thing pick one thing do your laundry today (laughs) but but this one thing put a little magic in your life what might happen i want to ask you that because you know you talk about it and and really it's actually in your book what would happen if we did that
1: well Uh, You know, for me, the thing that I'm always trying to get people to realize is that we're here to express ourselves. And so when you put a little magic in your life or when you start to use magic in your life, what my meaning is for that is you're expressing yourself. You're coming to the table fully um, or at least more completely embodying who you are and what you feel called to do. And I think that so aligns with shadow work because most of the time our shadow is created, you know, when we're young and it's created from shame or embarrassment or guilt around something that makes us unique. You know, just like Teresa said, she Mm -hmm. was ridiculed for being angry as a child, but really what she was being ridiculed for was speaking her mind, expressing herself, being, you know, a strong energetic person which is all of the gifts that she uses now in her work but we have learned in this society to disconnect ourselves and disconnect other people from their power from their magic and so when you start to reclaim that you start to reestablish establish your um, your identity your sense of self and you know the ground that you're standing on and that's why this is a lifelong process because there's mm-hmm. always more to discover
2: Yeah, Uh, we're going to take a short break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about one of the things you you both say in the book, which is slipping into shadows and navigating the dark. And there are two things that I I am so eager we're going to talk about. We're probably going to skip one or two of the breaks here, Benny, as we roll along, because there's so much to talk about. I don't know where and and I went back to school at a later, later age. Right. And Teresa, I want to just address this. I went back to school at a later age. And, uh, you know, to, to get these advanced degrees after 13 years to get an undergraduate. I went back to school right after I lost my job. And I, and I studied in the world of what we call psychology, right? That's what we're calling it. Don't even understand why we got that word from. But here's what here's what I did not find. I did not find in 10 years of study where somebody said we were given emotions that we weren't meant to express. I couldn't find it. I look for it. I looked. Even when you're talking about grief, they say, oh, one of the phases. Oh, boom, anger. But what is it that we feel we have to compress, digress, retreat from about our emotions? And the question then is, are the shadow sides of us our allies so that we can fully express in order for us to do what I read from the beginning of the book? create positive, positive change in the world. How many times have you out there listening to the show, have you been angry? And it turned into a magical m- moment, a movement, a revolution, and an evolution. And I say that because 50 years ago, this month, I got to experience in Greenwich Village in New York City, participation uh, in one of the earliest, 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 earliest protests in the gay rights movement. And even to this day, 50 years later, many people don't even understand what that was. And I'll tell you, if there's nothing that could make a person more angry than this is to forget atrocities and not do anything about them. We'll be right back. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show.
0: Hi, I'm Laura Meeks and the most common problem that my clients face is all work and no play. This is why I created Fly High Living. I help you develop a balanced life plan and guide you to a place where you love to wake up in the morning.
2: Call 888-666-1570 or go to flyhighliving.com to sign up for the four week flight plan for life course.
0: Do you want the knowledge and wisdom to understand where spirituality, science, and psychology intersect? Then join the Karmic Path Radio Show with Tina and Laura on TransformationTalkRadio.com Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. Follow this charmingly, disarmingly dynamic duo as they explore how psychic ability, spirituality, and karmic law tie together. For more information on Tina, Laura, and their groundbreaking work, visit thekarmicpath.com.
2: learn and explore fascinating and practical uses of essential oils, how to use them, and how they can enhance your everyday life. The Oil Lounge was founded by three remarkable women with fascinating stories about how essential oils changed their lives. Tina and Laura from The Karmic Path have joined forces to educate the masses in the benefits of young living essential oils. For more information, visit theoillounge.com. Are you feeling stuck in unhealthy habits, toxic relationships, or low self-esteem? Do you crave a healthy relationship filled with inspiration? You might just be on the verge, on the verge of attracting your soulmate. Tune in each month to The Laura Richer Show, where dating coach Laura Richer share tools for using your dating breakdown for a relationship breakthrough. For more information, visit richerhealinghypnosis.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back. You know, uh, and by the way, yeah, um, we're talking about tarot, right? Or tarot. Or, you know, back in the day when I first started this, remember, Benny, I used to say, like, tarot. Remember that? Yeah, back there, the there were a couple times there. They're like, tarot. I was like, what, what that word? I was like, what is that word? Um, uh, but that, that, that's like a whole other story in a journey. But, you know, here's what I want to say. This is about tarot for troubled times. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to talk about troubled times. Troubled times can also be troubled times in your life. You could go through phases in your life where you're thinking, I'm never going to get out of this. I mean, that's how crust busting was was born. So not only are we going to talk about this fabulous book, but we're also going to give a copy away. Before we do that, I would love for each of you to let folks know how they can find out more about you, how they can book time with you, how they can do all of the above and get a copy of the book. Who would like to go first?
0: Uh, I can go first. My uh, people can find me all over the place at the tarotlady.com. My website is the tarotlady.com. Um uh, but also, you know, my handle on on like all the social media is the tarot lady, and I, you know, do free card of the day over on Facebook and Instagram and uh, I'm on Twitter a lot. I love Twitter. Yeah. But they can book a session with me very easily by just clicking on buy a reading on my site and we'll go from there.
2: Yeah. Uh lo- love the quote. Love the quote on your website. L- lo- love the David Bowie. That's a David Bowie quote. I move the stars for no one. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I'm a big believer in personal responsibility that Jeez. you know,
0: oh yeah, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what's happening, no matter what the universe is throwing at you, we still have to take responsibility. We still have to show up. Exactly.
2: All right. Yeah, and we're gonna make sure we give lots of information. Okay. How did they get a copy of the book? They can get a copy of the book at any find
0: retailers, um, online or off. And on my website, if they just click mm-hmm. on books, there's a link right there that they can purchase the book too. All right. Shaheen, how about you?
1: You can find me at ShaheenMiroInsights.com. and I like to hang out on Instagram. So I do a weekly reading there. I post videos and really I just love to have conversations with people about just all things healing and self-empowerment and you know just being mystical Um, and you can book a session with me on my website under intuitive readings I have a scheduler there where you can see my availability and book a time and like Teresa, there's a section where you can find books and you can find tarot for troubled times and the Lunar Nomad Oracle. Mm. Uh,
2: uh, uh, I want to start out. I want to I get into this idea of, of troubled times. And one of the things I was struck by is uh, in the book, early in the book, there's a section where you say, be brave and boldly expressive. Be brave and boldly expressive. Now, the reason I pulled that out is because once upon a time, you know, I had this great stepmom, right? I miss her. I miss her dearly some days. And she would say a bunch of things to to us girls. But one of the things she would tell us over and over again is how to show up in life. And if you say yes to this, then you've got to ask the other questions that you all put in the book. What's yeah. holding me back? What am I afraid of? What seems like a big risk? Enti- and I could go yeah. on. But we are talking about the shadow, yes or or no. Teresa, you want to go first?
0: Um, yeah, uh, so uh, sorry, my earpiece fell out. Um, you know, if we're talking about being bold, I think being bold right now um, is so, so important mm-hmm. um, because we are living in a time where there's so many things happening in the world that you know we need to find our voices, we need to be able to speak out, we need to express who we are. And we also need to be willing, um, like we say in the book, to take those risks that may feel a little bit scary, whether we're taking our personal risk or whether we're taking something for the greater collective. Uh, But we've got to be ready to do that. And I think, you know, again, if I go back to my own childhood, you know, girls weren't supposed to be speaking out. And I was always a very outspoken child. I had a lot of a lot of big ideas and I wanted to express them and you know that was really frowned upon but I look back on that time now and in a way it made me stronger and it made me more vocal and there's still times now where I'm being vocal about something and you know somebody's going to get upset mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I you got to do it anyways it you know really encouraging people to express what they're feeling to express what they're going through to you know express all those things um that make them who they are, I think that that also is a big step in healing and in healing your
2: own shadow and healing maybe something greater than yourself. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, uh, I, I want to continue the conversation because, you know, both of you came together in your collective energies, right? Shaheen, you both came together and you wrote a book that not doesn't skirt the issue about troubled times or the shadow. So you come right yeah. at it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to ask you, Shaheen, I want to ask you this question. Is this important because of the energy of the time we live in that's calling for us to face trouble times and not cower away, not crawl under the rock? What was your vision for enacting this in this book? Because, look, I've looked at both of you and the work you've done in the world. You could have pretty much written a book about just about everything. But this one had to be super important to you.
1: Yeah, well... I think we are in a very pivotal time in history and in our consciousness. I mean, I don't think troubled times are new necessarily, but I think that we now have an opportunity to see ourselves differently. You know, I look back at when I was a child and I was also very bold and (laughs) very outspoken and, you know, I grew up in a very rural place and I was... I never came out of the closet because I never was in the closet. Um, and I just remember how being expressive, being bold was sort of the antidote to all of the painful things that would be thrown at me. And, you know, I talk about um, how life isn't about magical thinking. It's about magical living. And the reason yeah. why is because we have to realize that pain isn't always bad and healing isn't always easy. But when we show up and we understand that we're an active participant in all of this, um, that's that's where all this comes from. That's where all the healing comes from. That's where the power comes from. And I think now we're at a place where we can see it, we can recognize it, and we can understand it. And I think even if you just look at the world right now, people are asking more questions. People are wanting to, they're wanting change. And so I think that that's why this book is, is for right now, you know, people want this. So yeah, troubled times have always been around, but I think now we're ready to face it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I want to ask you a question about this, Teresa. And, and look, you both are you're on to something here. And what I think you're on to is a deeper understanding and a deeper meaning to the action that is being called for in the world today. And I'm not just talking about the United States, but I live in the United States. I want to ask this question. There are certain things in the book, one of them I was really struck by, because I hadn't heard the term, and that is tarot birth cards. Mm -hmm. And I think about that a little bit. And I think about what it means. But then when I combine that with looking at the, the introduction that you give to a mirror, on the, uh, a mirror on the self, how best do we look at what you've done here in the book and look at who we are in the world today so that we can get insight into who we are meant to become? That's
0: a really beautiful question. You know, I think, um, well, first of all, I think a lot of us are really searching for ourselves. I mean, I remember being a young kid and going on a big search for who am I, and that's what really led me to astrology and tarot. And I found that they gave me a lot of answers into, you know, my nature, my interests, my, you know, um, my potential struggles, you know. So it was really a helpful tool in understanding how I operated. And also how to best operate. And I think with birth cards, that's what they really help you to do. When you understand your birth card it's just one of those many different tools for getting an idea of how your nature is and, again, how you might best operate. I'll use myself as an example. So for the birth cards, the way you get your birth card number, uh, it's, and they're based on the major Arcana. And, by the way, they're based on the work that Mary Greer and Angelus Arian this. Yes. Oh, Love oh my Angela. God. Oh, oh, my God. And Mary oh. Greer is like one of my idols. So that's why, one of the reasons why we also dedicated the book uh, to her because she's been just so helpful. But they were the originators of the birth cards. And what we've done with the birth cards is we like looking at the shadow part of it. And we like also looking at, OK, well, now you're going to show up in the world and you want to do good in the world. Well, what's going to work that's going to make sense? For your birth card. So again, if I add up my birth numbers, you take your birthday, your birth year, and mine is June 11, 1965, and you add them up. So six plus one plus one plus one plus nine plus six plus five, and you come up with the number 29. Well, there's only 22 major arcana, so we got to reduce that. So we take two plus nine, and that equals 11. Well, 11 in the Rider Waite Smith deck is justice. And for me, justice, especially, I've got a Libra rising. Let me tell you, I've got a strong sense of injustice. Mm. And when I was younger, I was very involved with uh, political things. I was involved, uh, I used to live in New York back in time during the Tompkins Square riot when Mm. they were fighting against the gentrification. I worked for a newspaper, I was front lines for all of that stuff. And that was a big part of my life. But my life changed at some point, And I realized that, you know what, I don't really like being on the front line. I'm actually introverted. And the justice card, the number 11, can actually be reduced further. And when you reduce it, one plus one, it becomes two. And two is the high priestess. And the high priestess loves working behind the scenes. She loves the mystical side of life. And I found that, for me, it makes sense. And so I really resonate with that energy. And so my work as a high priestess, You know, I'm really helping people solve their issues through intuitive work. And also when I'm doing work in the world, oftentimes it's more behind the scenes. I'm not on the front lines anymore. Instead, I like sharing information. I like donating to causes. I like, you know, looking at ways that I can encourage people who are feeling really defeated. So those are the ways that I work with it. And I think, again, when you understand your nature, you can figure out, well, how can I best serve?
2: How can I show up? Mm, I love that. When we go to break, we're going to have a little fun. I'd like to know what mine is. Um, um, I want to ask a question before we do go to break, Uh, uh, Shaheen. I want to ask you a question about the four elements, Um, because you both did not you did not leave anything out of this book. And uh, this is really about this beautiful tapestry that you've created in a way that we understand something that most people don't want to face. And that is our shadow side. But I will tell you for myself, I've learned more from my shadow side than anything else in my life. I'm not saying it was easy. And so I want to ask you about these four elements. And, and, you know, and I guess we're talking about four suits of, of Tarot. But can you talk about how the elements play into our understanding of the shadow side and then the action that we're needing to take?
1: Yeah. I love the four elements as a metaphor for understanding energy and just the process that we're going through. And you actually mentioned something earlier about, um, you know, any emotion that you have, you're meant to feel it and there's a reason. And so I love that idea that we're always in process. We're always allowing something to move through us, you know, to to uh, manifest through us and so that's what the elements show us you know there are four elements just like there are four suits in the tarot so we have a way of seeing how those energies are playing together so there's fire which is traditionally wands there's um, swords which is air Um, there's water which is cups and earth which is coins or pentacles and so when you look at those four elements you start to see these building blocks for manifest And to me, this all comes back to there's something that we're meant to be expressing. That's our purpose. So the first thing that you have to do is you have to answer the call of that thing wanting to be expressed, which is where um, the fire comes into play. You know, that's like the creative spark, the light, the uh, the beginning. And then we have to marry the 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 thoughts, the mind, our headspace, which would be air or swords, with our feelings or our emotions, which would be cups, so that we can manifest. So if you think about the elements as this process of um, creation, it helps you see, you know, how the energies are working and how to move with them. Because really, all of this comes down to making very deliberate and empowered choices. And the only way to do that is by looking at everything that's happening around you.
2: Mm. Um, This is really sort of really the crux of, uh, for many people, the dilemma we get into, because we're living in such a fast paced world, we are trying to keep up. But the one thing energetically, that it seems to be happening right now. And I want to talk about it when we come back. My friend calls it the universal collective shadow. And what my friend is referring to uh, is this idea of witnessing wrongdoings in the world and doing nothing and saying nothing. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about what that energy is what that might mean from Tarot, what that might mean from the time we live in. I know for me as a quadruple Sagittarius, where this year Jupiter has come home, we are jumping out of our skin. And so when we come back, how do we use Tarot to figure out right divine action? We'll be right back. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff angelic walk-in angel Ariel at angel healing house candy provides intuitive counseling reiki and angel readings in person in los angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or skype she will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life call now 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com It's time to step into the power of yes. Creating the life you want is up to you. The power comes from saying yes to ourselves, yes to possibilities, and yes to change. Are you ready? Start achieving your goals and moving life in the direction you want. Tune in each month to Yes Minded Power Radio with Barbara Scheidiger to start living your future now. For more information about the show and working with Barbara, visit yesmindedpower.com.
1: Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death from debilitating pain and loss? Follow Angie Corbett Kuyper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first and third Wednesday at 12
0: p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit BeyondProof.com
2: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to for Troubled Times. Uh, Benny, let's go ahead and give a copy of the book away now, as uh, we always do. Benny Benny is the best. Benny and I have been together 15 years. Whoa. 1 800 930 2819. 1-800-930-2819. Um, before we jump in to talk about global energies and and you know uh, the comment I made that my friend made, I'd like to know, again, how folks can find out about each of you again, how they can work with you. If you don't mind doing that, please do that one more time. Sure. My name is
0: Teresa Reed. I'm known as the Tarot Lady. You can go to my website, thetarotlady.com, and you can purchase a reading by clicking on Buy a Reading. And you can find me all over social media. My handle is The Tarot Lady. My favorite place is Twitter. I love Twitter because it's fast, it's pithy, and it really fits my Gemini nature.
2: Awesome.
1: (laughs) And I'm Shaheen Miro, and you can find me at shaheenmiroinsights.com. And you can book a reading with me under Intuitive Readings, where you'll find my scheduler. And you can find me on social media as well, look up Shaheen Miro. I think there's only one of me. Um, and I like to hang out on Instagram because I'm a very visual person and Mm -hmm. I love the magic that I get to do there. So come find me.
2: I love it. Now, I, I must ask, I've got a couple of requests that came in through our text messaging. They want that. They want to know what is the formula, the mechanism, just like you did for me during the break that has to do with the the birth tarot. So one more time for our listeners, they want to know how do I calculate that? Absolutely. So what you're going to do is you're going to take your birth date and we're going to use we're going to
0: use you, Dr. Pat. OK, um, so Dr. Pat's birth date is December 11th, 1950. And so we're going to take one plus two, that's uh, December, plus one plus one, which is um, her birthday, and then 1950, one plus nine plus five plus zero. And you add them all up in a row. And when you do that, one plus two plus one plus one plus one plus nine plus five plus zero equals 20. And so in tarot, the major arcana, that would be judgment. So Dr. Pat, as our example, You are judgment, and the judgment is the messenger. The judgment, and this is so perfect for the work that you're doing. You know, judgment is about transformation. It is about sharing the message. It is about inspiring people through a bold example. And the shadow side of judgment can be sometimes a critical attitude or um, maybe refusing to answer the call. But, yeah, you would be judgment. Now, of course, if Dr. Pat decided, I don't want to be judgment, I don't want to be a messenger, <laughs> which I don't think that's going to happen. You're Sagittarius. <laughs> then you would take 20, which is judgment's number, 2 plus 0, and it becomes 2 in the high priestess, just like me.
2: Awesome. And thank you for that. We got a couple of people that sent me these instant messages wanting to know that. I think it's fabulous. Uh, thank you for that. Okay. I wanna flip a little bit in the time we have left and I wanna talk about global energies. I call them global energies, but the global energies are a reflection of the action we either take or we don't take, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Clearly there might be some energies that have nothing to do with that, but I'm really talking about the collective of humanity and let's just say in the United States for the moment. Um, One of the shadow sides my friend talked about was the shadow side of silence. Uh, and and what that means is that the shadow side, when we see things, that even at the most, I don't know, differential level, we have a sense that it's just not right. But even with that, there's no action. He believes that we're in a cycle of that. Now, I don't know that. I don't know where he gets that from. But I, I you know, I think he gets some some direction from the guides. How does yeah. Tarot help us explain where we are? How, how does it help us explain this?
1: So can I jump in here and yeah. kind of express? So one of the things that I love about Tarot is that the cards themselves crystallize energy and when when i'm when i'm doing a reading and i think all of us who do readings are really doing this we're looking at the energetic story a person is telling and i think it's really easy for us to look at our lives as individuals as being very one-dimensional, but, you know, everything really is interconnected. And so when we start using tarot in this way, we start to see what that collective energy is all about, what the story is, the narrative. And um, we're able to rewrite it. We're able to rework it in some way. So I think there's something really powerful about being able to see something that usually wouldn't be able to express and what you were saying about there being this sort of silence that we're experiencing I think that's a shadow piece as well because I think most of us can see something happening but our shadow has grown to a place where we don't feel like we can say something and so these practices of using tarot or of um being able to see it, it helps us have the confidence to to talk about it and really to name it. I, I think anybody who reads tarot would say that they give you a way of naming things. So I just was really feeling what you were talking about. Yeah. There, so.
2: Yeah. And, and can I ask you this, too? Because, you know, every year we go into and I'm sure there's more than years or cycles. Is there a card, let's say, for this year or a card for this year, a card for next year? How does that work? And, and then if that's true, then what do we glean from that? What is the takeaway? Well,
0: yeah, there's a yearly card every year, uh, a universal number. So once again, using the birth card method, so for 2019, we have 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 9. And so that becomes the number 12. Well, 12 is the hanged man in tarot. And mm. the hanged band is like things are in limbo, things are on hold. There's a lot of wait and see. There's a lot of sacrifices also that are needing to be made right now. There's a lot of people who have to really go out on the limb for others who are maybe marginalized or oppressed. So it is a time of, of, of worthy sacrifices, but also a lot of limbo, a lot of like waiting. Now, next year, 2020, two plus zero plus two plus zero is four. It's the number of the emperor. And that's going to be a very important year. And the emperor can indicate, uh, you know, like a new rule. It can represent like a new order. It could represent stability returning, people taking responsibility. But the shadow side of the emperor can be a dictatorship. So for us, we have to really realize right now with this hanged man period, you have to find the way that's appropriate for you. And you have to ask yourself, what sacrifices am I? ready to make for the collective good of others and next year when we go into the emperor how much work am i going to do to create stability to foster that and to protect from you know again that dictator energy which is the shadow side of the
2: the emperor Uh, you know the when we think about these things right and we go back in time and we look you know we look at the shift and change um I want to ask you each this question in the short time that we have left is, I'm like you both. I've had to face myself time and time again, even when I didn't want to, because the pain of not facing myself over time was so great, right? Um, And I want to ask you this question. I made a comment about the lesson learned from being able to look in the mirror and have a sense of who I am completely, shadow side, light side, and every other shade in between. Can we talk for a minute on what Tarot may bring to the surface? What insights perhaps might it tell us to reveal the shadow and help us make a change? Teresa, you wanna go for that? Well, you know, I think here's the thing with tarot. When, you know, a lot of times
0: people, I think they have the wrong idea. They think tarot is all about entertainment. It's about, oh, we're going to talk about the tall, dark stranger or something like that. But most of the time, when I'm working with people, we're dealing with heavy topics. We're dealing with things like grief. We're dealing with things like addiction. Um, we're dealing with things like, you know, loss. And these are subjects that, you know, they're they're not pretty, again, in polite society. We're not supposed to be talking about those things, but oftentimes at the tarot table, people really want to talk about it. They want to heal it. And tarot often, tarot readers, we're not really about, you know, just predicting the future. that The tarot is very limited in that. But what it's good at, it's, it's really good at digging in and pulling something, a truth out, a truth you know about yourself or your situation. And it helps you to bring it out and look at it in the light of day so you can understand it and make sense of it and begin the process of healing it. That's how I love to work with tarot. I look at it as it is a tool for healing and liberation, and that begins by getting introspective. So, tarot ultimately it is a tool for helping
2: you to do that. Mm. Um, there's no question, right, about what we are sensing worldwide in a lot of uh, in a lot of ways. I want to ask you this question right now. Um, there is an energy. Uh, some people call it the energy of uh, Mars, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not smart enough about astrology to know. you know, I I, I know that for me, I've got four planets in Sedge and four in Capricorn with my moon. That's the extent yeah. of what I know. But there is an energy. And I want to ask you this question. What is the sense that you might have about what people feel? the energy of war. There is something where war is the word that's used, but it has to do with continuous conflict. It has to do with that. That is an energy that some folks feel right now for this year. What is the Tarot explanation?
1: Well, I think as we were talking before, when you look at the year card, it gives you a sense of the energies that we're sort of moving in and out of. And not only right now are we in the year of the hanged man, but we're also when you reduce that in the year of the empress and the empress is the the mother um, of the tarot deck. So she's the opposite of the emperor. So I think when we start to look at this, we start to see these patterns of energy. And so in a way, maybe people are feeling this conflicting war Mars type of energy. Um, but that's that in and of itself is the question, you know, mm-hmm. do you want to use this energy or do you want to push against it? And when you look at that coupled with, well, what do we know about the year based on the card? You see how these energies all work together. So mm-hmm. interesting that the emperor would be definitely a, uh, Martian is that the right word? Energy <laughs> that we're moving into. Yes.
0: Well, it's ruled by Aries, actually. Yes. Yeah. And true, Aries yeah. is ruled by Mars, so the yeah. emperor is very, very Martian. And you know, the other thing is, right now, the United States is in the midst of their Pluto return, their first Pluto. Mm-hmm. Little... And Pluto is all about transformation. So we, and Pluto has been um, in Capricorn now for some time. It's going to be there until 2024. I mean, this is a time of great transformation. It is a time for brave people to really stand yeah. up and say, "Well, how do I want my
2: world to look? And how do I want it to look for others?" You know, I'm so glad you said that because thank you. I'm going to pull what you just said out of this recording, and here's why. I can't tell you how often that I am asked by people that are close to me, when are you going to quit? Pat, you've had like three different careers. You've been a corporate executive. You went back to school for 10 years. You studied Broken Promises. Now you got a radio show. You started a network. Now you're rebuilding technology and building something that doesn't even exist in broadcasting. Why aren't you going to retire like the rest of us? And the minute I hear the R word, I just want to throw up. And Mm. so I can't explain it. And so I don't try to explain it anymore. But there is a force that is calling not just me, but look at you both. I mean, it's calling folks to come forward in a way perhaps that I think many of us don't understand. I don't know if there'll be a book, but you wrote a book. You're doing work in the world to help us understand what is that energy? What? It, how can we explain the energy? And then here's what I want to ask each of you in the few minutes left. How can we help people align, get past the fears, get past the worry? How can we do that?
1: Well, I want to just say that we are moving out of a time where we no longer have to pick one or the other. And I mean that in a very broad sense. That's great. And and I think, you know, when you look at the book, Tarot for Troubled Times, we structured it in a way where you first go on this sort of inward journey where you look at yourself and then it comes to, you know, the external looking at the world at large. But when you're doing your healing work, you're not just you're you don't have to choose do i do it for me or do i do it for others you do it for yourself and that is for others Mm -hmm. it's all one and the same and so we're gonna we're in a continuous process that's never gonna end but now we have more awareness of this
0: and one thing i like to say the one thing you can do is be and i think uh The the statement is, be the example of the change you want to see in the world. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Be the example. Be the example of what is possible. Be your kindest self. Be your best self. Be the person who's out there taking care and helping others who cannot speak up for themselves. I think when you are doing that, even if it's on a very small scale it's like a butterfly you know the wings begin flapping and suddenly we have a big storm stirred up and i mean that in the most positive sense even small actions be the example of the change you want to see in the world that's how you can
2: that's how you can make something happen uh, you know, uh, first of all, I want to thank uh, I want to thank you both for joining me here today. I mean, we, you know, there's so much in the book that I, I did want to talk to you more about, but this is uh, the direction we were guided. So what I'd like to do is two things. One, please let folks know how they can find out more about each of you. Get a copy of the book. And then I have one last question. I'd love to know what your personal message is for folks today. Teresa, would you like to go first?
0: Sure. Um, my... Uh, Again, people can find me at the You can purchase a reading there. I'm all over social media. My handle is the lady. I think I'm the only lady out there. And my message, if I had to give a message for the world, is that you are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy of taking care of yourself. You are worthy of healing. You are worthy. I really want people to know that. I think that's a very important message. Mm.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: And I'm Shaheen Miro, and you can find me at ShaheenMiroInsights.com. You can also purchase a reading there, and you can find me on social media. Again, I love Instagram. That's one of my favorite places. And, you know, my message for people is always about, it, very similar to Teresa's, but it's always about helping people understand that they are, are meant to express themselves in this world. We need your voice, we need your vision, we need your magic and every flavor of it in between, because it's all important and it's all part of the change that we're trying to create. So no matter who you are or what you're doing, whatever it is that wants to come through you is what's needed right now.
2: Well, I wanna thank you both. And again, uh, people can get the book pretty much anywhere, right? Yes. Yeah. I love it Thank you both for joining me here today I hope that you will uh, keep an opening To come back in the future I'd Love to have you back I, I didn't even talk about the three powers of Tarot So, you oh, know, my baby. bad on that My bad on that uh, Thank you both for today Thank you so much Penny, thank you for pushing all the right buttons I know we have another hour coming right up So uh, please stay with us We'll be right back
1: The preceding audio was via a Skype call